Now, why is that? Why was the composition of job gains encouraging for our economy? Yeah, in February, employment in the leisure and hospitality sector continued to increase strongly, rising 179,000 jobs in the U.S. And so this points to strong gains here in Central Florida uh, when these data are released in a couple of weeks for us. Well, that's good news. Yeah, it sure is, Nicole. But, you know, we got to retain some perspective. Even with the strong job gains over the last few months, total employment in the leisure and hospitality industry nationwide it's still 1.5 million below its February 2020 level. And since the U.S. has regained all but 2.1 million jobs lost during the pandemic, it's that leisure and hospitality sector, you know, it counts for 75% of the shortfall. And this really emphasizes the uneven nature of this recession and recovery, with some sectors actually flourishing, while others, like our tourism sector, it's still suffering, Nicole. Were there other reports about our economy released last week that we should take a look at? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, New claims for unemployment compensation dropped from an average of 8,000 per week in January to 6,000 per week in February all across the state of Florida. So this indicates job growth in February will be very strong here in Florida. You know, in in central Florida, new claims dropped 20% in every single county. And we got data on our hotel industry. CoStar reports that hotel occupancy in Orlando was 60% in January, big increase over 2021, but, you know, occupancy rates, they've been improving since all of last year, but they're still well below average. Why is that happening? Well, Nicole, even though we're enjoying a strong recovery in the leisure travel, business travel, and in particular meetings and conventions, it remains depressed going to take many years before we regain the 2019 levels of business travel and attendance at our meetings and conventions. The pandemic taught firms that they can economize and attendance at meetings and conventions continue to use electronic platforms like Zoom and Teams. So while these aren't perfect substitutes for in-person meetings, they're good enough for a lot of stuff and they're far less expensive and they're keeping business travel and attendance at meetings and conventions down. And I've read that the pandemic has cost about 100,000 restaurants to close permanently. Yeah, and the situation's still very difficult, Nicole. The National Restaurant Foundation found, you know, uh, that's about 14% of all the eateries across the country closed permanently. And, you know, still uh, over 85% of those that are opened report smaller margins than before the pandemic. They're being squeezed by higher prices. Uh, You know, and so even though infection rates have fallen and businesses that have survived, you know, get increased business, the sector is still relatively troubled and it's relatively large here in Central Florida. So, Hank, what are our takeaways for this week? Well, Nicole, despite the desperate situation in Ukraine, The economic impacts on the U.S. and Central Florida still are quite modest. Yeah, gasoline prices have hit $4, and they'll probably rise maybe as much as 5 But more than 80% of U.S. population say that they understand and they're willing to pay more to contain Russia with sanctions. So that tells us that the impacts on our economy are going to remain modest if the war doesn't spread beyond Ukraine, Nicole. 